Dude, who's your favorite Star Wars character? Tupac. Tupaca? <laughs> Dude, yes. I think Tupaca would be... That's, that's the character they really need in the new movie, man. Tupaca, the Force Awakens, bro. <laughs> yeah. Machiavelli. He, yeah, he brings back Machiavelli dude, <laughs> to the Force. And then, if, you know, and then we find out he's really the reason that the Force awakened. So it's like, ah, oh, Tupac is back. He's about to throw that fire down on the, on the what is it, the New Order or whatever? First Order, what's the, the thing now? I don't know what it is. I don't know. What are you asking me? All I know is Tupac is going to freaking throw down some fire on the galaxy, bro. You want to know who else is going to throw down some fire on the galaxy? Um, not you. Not me. But, I mean, collectively, we might as TMBC. Fresh out of the Weapon X program and straight up into the watchtower in space, floating right above the atmosphere. We're back. It's TMBC. My name is Jason, and with me, as always, my dangerous healing factor, crazy killing machine, high speed chase. What's up? What up? How's it going, man? Pretty good. Good, yeah. dude. We're we're uh we're recording this a day late. Not that the audience knows that, but. We ran into some difficulties yesterday, man. We did. You did, man. You're the tech guy. I just <laughs> sit on the couch and read comic books and play on my phone. I know. You, you read the entire Death of Wolverine story while I was sitting there trying to figure <laughs> stuff out. Dude, it's like four issues. I know. It's so tiny. Oh, man. What what have you been up to this last week, bro? All sorts of crazy awesome stuff. <laughs> Everything crazy and awesome. Everything like, you know, chilling and reading comic books. <laughs> Pretty 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 chill pretty pretty chill weekend week for me. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Ah, uh, you know, man. I uh, I did uh, I did the Watchmen craziness for for Savage Land, and then uh, read uh, read Old Man Logan again. Obviously, since we're recording it today. Um, but other than that, it's just been like a bunch of crazy little stuff. Preparing for Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, oh yeah, you're gonna be on the panel. Two panels. I'm gonna be on two panels. Yeah. So everyone everyone in Utah or everyone that's going to Salt Lake Comic Con. You better come to two different panels. Uh, I'll be on one. I think the first one um, will be on Thursday. It's uh, it's a panel about community, the TV show. Um, we'll be talking about that. And then uh, the second one I'll be on, I think, is on Friday, um, the 25th. Uh, and that is going to be um, Marvel's uh, all-new, all-different Marvel Universe and uh, DC's DCU, basically all the, all the changes that have happened in uh, the two publishers recently. Um, so come check it out. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, you may, you may see some, uh, you may have some, some laughs. <laughs> it's a hint at my cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you being? Uh, some dude, he smiles a lot. I don't know. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's really obscure. People probably won't know it. The smiler? Right? Probably. Some, laugher? The laugher. Maybe the, yeah, a laugher from, uh, American Ultra. That's the guy, that's who I'm being. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What? That was kind of funny that they threw that homage in there in the middle of our uh, American Ultra. They have Crane and Laffer. I kind of liked that. What, like Batman villains? Yeah, yeah. Crane and Laffer. That's that's definitely an homage to freaking Scarecrow and Joker. Oh, yeah, sure. 
It's. I mean, I didn't catch that until just now when you really? said that. And it's like, oh, that's cool. It was. Uh, it I was, don't even remember the crane. Who's crane? Crane was the girl. She, was she crazy? Yeah, she, she. I mean, she looked a little crazy, but I mean, Max Landis was the one that wrote it, dude. He's like a huge comic book nerd, so it was definitely like a reference to, to Batman. You know what I mean? Like he's a super huge Batman fan. Oh yeah, well that's cool then. Oh yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. little Mister Dude that writes movies and pepper peppering in some some little some little Easter eggs there for all of us. You know, the sound of pepper. <laughs> Is that the sound of pepper? <laughs> oh, dude, that's good. We need to capture that for the next time we're you know like making some kind of crazy video and. I'm playing the pepper. Oh, are you playing the pepper? Okay, yeah, it's pepper remix. You should play Barry Pepper next time instead. Did you get that joke? No. Nope. Right over your head? Okay. Well, no matter. Someone, some, one person Nothing probably... Nothing goes over my head. We'll catch it. <laughs> one person that's listening to the show is probably going to catch that reference, but that's fine, man. It's totally Dude, fine. it's Guardians okay of the it. Galaxy. Everybody's seen that show. No, not your reference. My reference. Of course everyone's seen Guardians of the Galaxy. My Barry Pepper reference. Not many people are going to know it. No, whatever. He's a, like, C-list celebrity. Anyway, we are here today to talk about the one, the only, the Wolverine. And not the movie, The Wolverine. We're really mostly just talking about two comics that center around the character of Wolverine. Yeah. Which comics? Well, at the, the beginning of the show, you started out saying straight out of Weapon X program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like the exact opposite because the old man Logan, <laughs> this is 50 years later. And uh, Death of Wolverine is, you know, at the end of his life. The D-O-W. The D-O-W. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, I mean, oh, wait, no, it's not. That's the other one. This is O-M-L. Uh, kids abbreviate these days. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's, it's, what, it's what people do. What uh, did you think of the book, though, man? I liked Wolverine, uh, Old Man Logan. It was um, really good. Yeah? Yeah, not, not complicated. Um, just really easy to follow, you know, him mm-hmm. traveling across the country, basically, with an older blind version of Hawkeye who... Hawkeye! <laughs> That's the Hawkeye theme. Hawkeye! <laughs> Every time he walks into a room. Yeah. He's got to be the most annoying guy to hang out with if he does that. No, I think he'd be pretty cool. Like every time he comes out of the bathroom or goes to get like a beer out of the fridge or something. Hawkeye! Hawkeye! <laughs> yeah, but I like that um, the fact that he's blind, but he's still an archer. Yeah. And he still won't let Wolverine drive. So he's driving blind. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, man, that dude's a baller. Right, so crazy. Cool. I like the way they made him look, too. I like the, the beard and ponytail thing for him. I know, because you can't tell. It's Like, if you look at him, I, I didn't know until I read the book, and I was like, oh, Hawkeye, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's kind of, like, it's pretty cool. And I liked I liked having him there for the comic relief, because Wolverine was so, like, serious most of the story. He was kind of like, yeah... A downer. He's always, he really he's always like bummed, like I don't want to be Wolverine anymore. He really was. Like and I was like, you don't even get to see him win his claws until like the very end. I know that was one part that, that kind of bummed me out. Spoiler alert, by the way, for uh, Old Man Logan and Death of Wolverine. Just don't don't listen past here if you haven't read them or if you don't want them to be spoiled. I mean, we want you to read them, but if you haven't, but you're okay with them being spoiled, then feel free to keep listening. Um, but yeah, man, I it, I was surprised how long it took before he finally broke his rule. Yeah, I mean, it shows um, flashbacks of him when uh, he kills all the villains. Which he, was freaking crazy. Yeah, so he thinks, yeah, that was nuts. And all of a sudden he finds out it was Mysterio yeah. controlling him. Dude, that would suck, man. you kill all your homies. That would blow, dude. I, uh, so the, the, thing that, the, like, the thing that stood out to me was, was really cool was just like how, how funny it was, despite the fact that, like, first of all, it's basically centering around two characters. You know, it's, it's Hawkeye and it's Wolverine. It kept it, like... Not, I wouldn't call it lighthearted or funny, I guess, but like, it kept it 
not not like just crazy dark and grim it, it was it was still like nice and and fast paced um it was easy to follow I totally like easy to follow yeah because a lot of comic books um at least for me because i don't know a lot of the backstory and stuff i kind of get lost and uh i don't enjoy it as much but this one um it's really cool and it's got all these um throwback references it's 50 years after the villains decide to uh band together, band together and kill everybody heroes, yeah and yeah throughout the the thing you find like they're cruising around in spider-man's Spider Mobile. Spider Mobile, yeah. And he's, <laughs> they come across Ultron Point Eight. Ultron Eight, yeah. Ultron Eight, and he's just like some dude. I know. And you see, he's like all like pacifist, and he's like calls, calls He's like basically C three PO. Pretty much. <laughs> he's got like some clothes on and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. But yeah, and they got um, they're in the desert. Mm-hmm. They see they worship Thor's hammer because nobody can pick it up, so just sitting there. <laughs> I know for who knows how long. Yeah. And like freaking uh, uh, Hawkeye was apparently at one point married to one of Peter Parker's daughters, who then has a kid with him, and and the kid is like psycho. Yeah, like a psycho, like a, really a villain trying wonder, to take over Kingpin's place, and she succeeds. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, I'd love to see a sequel to this. I know, work. I really would. I and I, I kind of like, I wonder a little bit because there's the the Secret Wars, like the Battle World story going on right now, the Old Man Logan Battle World story, and I wonder if that is sort of a sequel to it or not, but. It's. I'm. I'm interested to read that and see kind of what's. Uh, what what that's all about, or if it's just an alternate universe thing. Yeah, I kind of want to read those too, like Secret Wars, Battle World, and Civil I, War. Civil, is it a new Civil War? Yeah, it's a new. It's oh, so the in the Battle World series, they've got like Civil War, they've got Old Man Logan, they've got um, uh, Years of Future Past instead of Days of Future Past. Uh, they retold like they did Siege. They did basically like all the big events and or you know all the most I guess popular famous events or whatever in Marvel's history. I guess they're like rehashing them or retelling them in different ways or something like that. I don't know exactly what's involved in it, but it's really cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I know. I, I read a couple of issues of Civil War, but then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for the trades on these. Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved the, the, the story arc of this. You know, I mean, getting finally when you get to the end and Wolverine is, you know, truly like Wolverine at his most ferocious. Basically, once he gets broken again, you know, like. Yeah. First, he gets broken by Mysterio when he is forced to kill all of the X-Men. Um, but then he's broken again when, uh, you know, when, when his family gets killed while he's gone. Like that. I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Like, it's like, how else are you going to have Wolverine be Wolverine until, you know, he has he to... He doesn't go, have another reason not to... Yeah, he has to go avenge somebody. Yeah, of course. This cool. I like that he, uh, little homage is like, um, he named his kid after, uh, after Cyclops. I liked that. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, no, it was, it was cool. Um, I mean, what were what were some of your favorite moments in the in the story? Uh dude, I actually like the the whole Hulk thing. Like the he's one one of the Hulks. They have a Hulk family, and he's got their rednecks. Like, but he's got a hat that says Green Nick. <laughs> I know that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, Bruce Banner apparently is like super old, and he's married his cousin had a bunch of kids with she-hulk and stuff anyway that last battle was dope he rips apart the entire hulk family i know it was crazy and then like we like watching like freaking daredevil and punisher just get murdered in like two seconds the fake ones those weren't fake those were the real dudes i'm pretty sure no because they're like younger because they weren't they had gray hair if hawkeye's still alive then they could be still alive no they were younger dudes it was um spider woman and her friends they wanted to take on the mantle of some of the 
older superheroes. Well, old people could be friends too. Young people could be friends with old people. I don't think so. I don't. I, Do you I, have any old friends, Jason? Yeah, I got you, dude. I'm like half a year older than you. You're like 22 years older than me. <laughs> 22. Yeah, look, they look young. I got it right here. They don't look young. Look at Punisher, dude. He's like gray-haired. That's blonde, dude. No way. Yeah. Is oh, is Daredevil's hair poking out? Is that like brown or whatever? Yeah, it's red. Oh, that makes sense. Ish. Okay, fine. They're young. They're yeah. not the same people. Everybody's dead. You can even see there's um picture of I think Daredevil. Oh really? I think it was a cover art or whatever, but it was him, uh, his bones in his costume, along oh, yeah, with a yeah, bunch yeah. of other characters, including Spider Man and Captain America yeah. gets killed. Kind of saying they're dead. Pretty much every superhero dies. Yeah, which is, I mean, that part itself kind of makes it a little convenient to to take things out for uh, for Fox if they want to, you know, use or at least use uh, pieces of this story. That kind of does make it convenient that they can basically ha- not have to worry about any of the other heroes that are involved in the story. <laughs> they would just have to replace Hawkeye and replace uh, the Hulk gang or whatever. Yeah, it would be hard to replace Hawkeye, though, because, like, who else is going to be Hawkeye? Just some Long random... Shot. Huh? Long shot. Who's a, a mutant that's very similar to Hawkeye in personality and yeah, but it, well, I guess it doesn't have to be. But it, I feel like it, ha- it should be someone that we've seen in the the series before. You know? And and it could. I mean, because the thing is, like with Days of Future Past, they kind of introduced a lot of uh, different, you know, like newer mutants. Or they could use someone from from the original trilogy. Because I think if like if this new Wolverine movie is following the the new timeline established at the end of Days of Future Past, where Wolverine is a uh, a teacher at the Xavier Academy, um, then I think I mean they could use you know maybe Iceman would be kind of cool. Like if they bring back Iceman for one more movie, or um, you know they could use like Pyro or someone like that. Well, do you think it's going to be like a post apocalyptic kind of thing if they're doing a Old Man Logan storyline for the new Wolverine? I think movie? so because so Liev Schreiber, the, who plays Sabretooth and is coming back to that movie, he's. Um, and I guess, you know, we'll get back to this a bit more after, uh, after we talk about death of Wolverine, but he said that there, that, that old, the, you know, the old man Logan has been thrown around a lot around production. I mean, they could go for like that vibe, but I don't think they can pull it. Well, like, well, no, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do an adaptation, but I mean, you basically follow the character arcs and we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk more about it after we talk about death of Wolverine. But, um, as it pertains to, to old man Logan, the comic, um, a few things that I that I kind of liked was uh, like the the Spider Mobile itself was freaking awesome. Just the the whole does whatever a spider can thing. And Dude, I want one. It's pretty sick. Like, is this just obscure vehicle that was used in comics like one time, or maybe it might have even just been in the animated series or something? Really? You never yeah. use it? I never. I can't really see Spider Man having a car. Yeah, no, it made no sense. It was basically for toy sales. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, a but. Lot of uh, sense. We so one thing that was cool was uh, for so for us we we live in Utah, and it was kind of cool having um, <laughs> Salt Lake and Cedar City be like thrown in there in the middle of the thing, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Even though like like Cedar City didn't like I could not recognize what they were trying to go for at all. I I don't remember a single church in Cedar that looked like that church that guy was standing. I know I was like, dude, they got Utah culture wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like there are there are not many like. Catholic churches or Baptist churches in Utah. There might be um, a couple. I don't know, but there yeah, are it's, a couple. Right There's here. not it's many. Like, I didn't see any in Cedar. That's for dang sure. Oh, dude, they have a. Uh, they get murdered. Um, yeah, Punisher and uh, Daredevil get murdered get in Rice Stadium. Yeah, the the U of U Stadium. Fisk 
Lake City. They got and they got that right, but then I I'm not sure if there's a Walmart across from that stadium. We'll have to go check it out. Yeah, we will. We'll do We're some location scouting. The comic books. That'd be awesome though if they like did try to directly adapt or at least pay homage to that scene. Then they come to Utah to film it. That'd be dope. That'd be Dude, sick. That would be cool. Um, you know, there were a lot of cool things. I liked uh, whoever the kingpin was. He like it was it was kind of cool having him for a minute and then having Spider Woman just cut his head off <laughs> she, with a shotgun yeah, too. Yeah, she hits him in the head in the neck with a shotgun and his head rips off. Yeah, maybe she I mean she must have the the spider powers then, you know. The enhanced strength and stuff. I guess cuz I mean, I don't know if I like if I hit you across the neck with a shotgun, I don't think your head would blow off. But that's just me. No. Maybe you probably know, shouldn't I mean, try either. I probably shouldn't try. No, it's probably more dangerous for me than you if I try. Um <laughs> but, but dude, uh, I love how gory this movie this uh I know this show is Steve McNiven's art show. show. It's a movie, com- movie uh, show, dude. comic book, is what comic book, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same to me. It's, a- <laughs> it's all the same. It's the same experience. It really is a cinematic experience, though, in this comic. Like most panels are widescreen on it. If you've noticed, yeah, dude. And that's I think that's kind of how Mark Miller sets up. And by the way, people say Millar all the time. Mark Millar. It's freaking Miller, for heaven's sake. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Tomato. But anyway, uh, no, it's like he kind of does that because he's, he's kind of the king of like comic book to movie adaptations. And so I think he sort of instructed Steve McNiven to kind of make most of the panels widescreen. I like how they're all like basically Making square. Cinematic. They are. Like other ones, uh, other comic books are like mixed up a lot more. Yeah. I like the more simple version. Yeah, this one follows a, a like a direct sort of framing format, kind of like Watchmen did where it's got... Basically, what they do is they take the the nine panel grid, the nine you know panel grid that's basically nine smaller versions of the the comic book page dimensions, mm-hmm. but then they'll split them up in different ways so that you know maybe the top three panels or the top six panels are all you know one panel or or they combine you know a row of three into one one panel like they've done most of the panels in this book. Um, they kind of played on that a bit, and, and I, I I do really like that. Yeah, I didn't realize that until just now. I'm actually reading through it right now. And uh, just looking at how they blocked everything and how everything, it's like, I really like that. Yeah, and there's they basically just have, like, subtle little things, you know, that they change up a little bit. But for the most part, it's, it's just a specific, you know, set, you know, grid, really, or format. But, Dude, uh, the art in this is so amazing, too. Steve McNiven is probably my favorite comic book artist. He doesn't, like, he doesn't do a lot because he really doesn't have to do a lot because any series that he does sells like hotcakes. I mean, the first, my, my introduction to him was uh, Civil War. Which was was awesome, you know. I loved the way that he drew like Iron Man's suit, Spider Man. Really, I mean, every character. You know, there was the scene where Spider Man gets the crap kicked out of him, and just that whole scene. Dude, it's so detailed. I know we have a freaking Venom T Rex in this, which yeah, was yeah. so cool. I thought it was kind of weird how Emma Frost kind of just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, with a uh, Black Bolt, and then they fix their Jeep and then disappear. Emma Frost is an element that I think could play a part in in the movie. By the way, but that's another thing that we'll get back to. Yeah, I feel like there's a weird subplot storyline that they could use with this, but, you know, it kind of got forgotten by the end. Yeah, I, I agree with or you. Or, like, there. if they make a sequel to this book, like, you know, when he takes the miniature Hulk baby yeah. and starts the new, like, Apocalypse Avengers. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I would read Apocalypse Avengers. That would be so cool. That'd be way cool. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was really cool, you know, I mean... 
There was just there was so much. I mean, they they used so much of the Marvel universe in this book, and they, they really did. I mean, they got Hank Pym's giant dead body, which was as so a cool. landmark. Yeah, the scenery the scenery in it is amazing. Just the post apocalyptic crazy scenery. It was awesome, you know, like, I don't know, just the little things that they throw in, like, you know, Red Skull's collection, uh, Logan using an Iron Man suit to, to get out of the White House. Yeah. It was way cool. And then the no, no, scene. I love a post-apocalyptic stuff. And yeah. a lot of the art kind of reminded me of Borderlands, kind of. Yeah. The way they did it. Yeah. And the freaking dude, the scene where he kills, uh, where Red Skull kills Bucky that you're looking at right now is crazy. Like, it's so gruesome. Is that the Bucky Captain America? Yeah. This was when Steve was dead. And so you can see he's got like that triangle sort of shield pattern on his, uh, on his chest. This was when Bucky was Captain America when this was made. Oh, dude. He's going to rip so his eyeballs out. They didn't make any assumptions that Steve Rogers would ever be back. They, they wrote it as if it was the future to that, uh, to that specific universe. But. They kind of kept it ambiguous, I think, on purpose a little bit. They, I mean, it's Bucky's uniform, but they didn't specifically say this is Bucky. Um, but he didn't have the blue eyes or, or the, the blonde eyebrows, so, you know, you can kind of insinuate that. Yeah, I guess. But, oh, look, Nova's helmet. Yeah, freaking Nova's helmet's sitting there. I, he's got a trophy case full of all the stuff yeah, that they bust through in the fight. I loved that Mjolnir was a landmark as well. That it was, Mjolnir? Yeah, Thor's hammer. Oh yeah, when they're like worshiping that that superhero worshiping town or whatever, they're like sitting there worshiping it, and then I know I love that like you can't move because nobody can pick it up. Yeah, and I freaking thought it, Milner, I thought it was Majoran. No, it's Milner. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how you say it. There's it's, a J. I, I was like pronounce it's it Norse, but Maj- Majoran. No, it's Milner. Milner. Um, All right, I love that new every day. <laughs> I love that Wolverine decapitates uh, Red Skull with Cap's shield. It's so perfect. Like this, that's such a perfect moment to have as sort of the culmination of it kind of paying honor to to cap and kind of ruined his uniform because you know red school's wearing a uniform <laughs> i don't i don't think they'd be that upset about the uniform once you know if red school was actually killed finally yeah this just proves that the superheroes should just kill their villains they really should we should they wouldn't have to so the, yeah this. so they wouldn't have so many of them that could just revolt and team up together <laughs> i know they're all just sitting around like hey there's like way more of us than there are of them. Seriously, dude, man. I got an idea. I love that huge page where it's just like snicked when he finally, uh, you know, pulls out his claws. Just a double page spread of just the the snicked word. That is pretty cool. <laughs> it's like it was a nice little like oh. And then it flips and it's got him uh, his claws, claws out, out, super bloody crossed. And I lo- dude, I love just the, yeah the blood, the gore, the the intensity of the comic and the way that. I mean, Steve McNiven, his art is, and especially the way that the coloring is done on it, uh, Dexter Vines, I believe, is the colorist. Um, it just, it looks so, it's it's kind of faux realistic, I guess, is is the best way to, to describe it, where it's just like, it, it edges on realism as far as the lighting and, and the way that everything is. There's a lot of detail there and a lot of sort of fleshiness to the way that he draws. Um, and so it makes everything just look so much more like, detailed and and kind of visceral when you're looking at the violence just like yeah but it's still got that cartoony look it does that's why i I think it looks like borderlands and um it does look some people don't like the borderlands art really i like that a lot i mean it's one of my favorite games as far as pretty much just cody oh well he's like that game's so stupid man it's got the the, everybody looks like cartoons and i was like yeah it's awesome yeah no other video game is like that and this is what that's what the art in this looks like that's what i love about it is it is it's unique you know when you saw borderlands you had never seen anything like it in a video game before yeah and that's what was great about it and same with like you know games like mirror's edge when they do something different and something unique it makes them awesome yeah so it's got its own look and everything it's not just trying to be super realistic or something yeah 
No, it was I. I freaking I. I loved it because yeah, it is. It is still cartoonish, but it's like it's this weird sort of mix of cartoonism and, and realism. And I I just loved it and like having that giant like chubby freaking Hulk and dude, he's nasty looking. Look at him. Oh, he is. Freaking I kind of feel bad Wolverine. for him. He turns into like some inbred yeah. freak. Well, yeah. Apparently, they what they say is that the uh, the you know uh, chemicals or the radiation messed with his head, and so his brain kind of finally went nuts yeah so it's way cool though I mean yeah he finally basically you know the last issue is finally when he pops his claws or the end of the second to last issue finally pops his claws and just goes and you know goes crazy and just berserk on on well he gets eaten by the Hulk yeah and uh, one last well he kills Hulk's whole family first except for like one cousin and the baby and the baby and the cousin comes back and they make a reference to it um, of him going to pick up some like movies or something. Yeah, and uh, so this is that guy coming back, and he's like, "What the heck? Everybody's dead!" And the Hulk's all Hulkanized. I know he's all yeah, he's huge because he finally got pissed off when Logan was fighting him. It was cool to see that like he actually had like Hulk had or Bruce Banner had a little bit of powers without going Hulk. You know, he was able. To yeah, kind of I, keep I up. thought that was weird too. I was like. I don't remember. It was interesting. I think, yeah, he never has before, but I think it's some sort of, you know, basically saying like it's kind of an evolution of the, like the the Hulk is kind of taking taking him over more, or the the disease or whatever, you know, is taking over more. And then when he does get pissed, he just goes freaking nuts, you know. And it's I like that it's like a fat Hulk, (laughs) you know. He's not muscly; he's just chubby, obese, gross, (laughs) redneck, white trash, green trash, green neck, yeah, green trash, green neck, (laughs) green trash. Yeah, just. (laughs) <laughs> stuff like that no it was way cool and then you know he Wolverine really just you know kind of he rides off into the sunset with Hulk's kid like I know I kind of I want I want to keep badass. reading yeah no I do too I, I really ho- wish that there were like a continuation of it and I hope that they do pull liberally for, for the, the movie um I like how the main the bad guy at the end is the Hulk which is the first guy Wolverine actually fights yeah um when he's introduced back in the 60s or whatever it was yeah yeah so, I know it is way cool. It's a nice, nice little homage there. But what uh, if you were to give it a rating, man? What would you give it? Yeah, I'd say ten. It's one of my favorite um, comic books I've read so far. Yeah, but, I really, I really enjoyed it. I give it, I've, I'd give it five Wolverine claws out of six. Um, you know, it's not quite one of my. You know, like it's not quite up there at the top for me but it's it was it was a really fun read and it was it was quick for how long it was i mean it's a it's a pretty substantial as far as page count it's pretty big you know compared to a lot of story arcs and especially compared to death of wolverine but it was a quick read man i i enjoyed it yeah and uh we've got our our next book death of wolverine we'll be talking about right after the break And welcome back. We have Death of Wolverine now to cover. Yeah, the, when Wolverine dies. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, epic, right? Everything's in the title as far as as far as that's concerned. But it's uh, so we've got the creative team on this. So the last book was done by uh, by or Old Man Logan was done by uh, uh, Steve McNiven as the artist and uh, Mark Miller as the writer. Death of Wolverine now done with Charles Soule as the writer and Steve McNiven again as the artist. Yeah, I was going to say, I really like this art, too. It's more like a, a yeah, it's a younger look to, um, to Logan. Logan, and it's kind of yeah. like, a, 
I don't know. Newer? I don't know when Death of Wolverine was written. Uh, Death of Wolverine was 2015. Uh, Old Man Logan I mean, was, Old Man Logan, sorry. Yeah, I think Old Man Logan was like 2008, if I want to say. I mean, you, here, hand it over to me and I can find out. Well, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, let's see. I mean, it was Wolverine 66 through 72. I believe that does place it right around uh, 2008. Um, oh, well, wow, then, no, yeah. 2003, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, wrong. it seems like a little bit older, kind of like with... Uh, some of the other comic books I've been reading is the yeah. Teen Titans run. Oh yeah, from yeah, yeah. T- 2003, and this was just that was just a couple of years before uh, before Old Man Logan. Hmm, crazy, yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I mean, that is that's crazy. It was 12 years in between those two story arcs. I didn't realize that. Um, so then, the, yeah, this was so this was before Civil War. That's interesting. Um, anyway, so Cap- Captain America's not dead. So Cap in what this. Yeah. No, this it was written before Civil War, but it was it was actually like the story arc took place in the future. This was written before Civil War as a future story. Yeah, but um you said that Bucky Barnes was Captain America. Yeah. But they didn't know Captain America was going to die until after Civil War. That's fair. Well, maybe maybe they did cuz that is Bucky Barnes' uniform. That wasn't Steve Rogers' uniform. Oh. Maybe they were seed, planting that seed. What the heck is that guy? Doing? That'd be cool if that was. I'll, we'll have to find out more details on that. Yeah, cuz that's cool cuz that's Yeah. That's right. really cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so so anyway, we've got uh we've got the Death of Wolverine four-issue miniseries from Charles Soule and Steve McNiven. What's your initial thought on what you've thought of the so the book? I with so for instance with old man logan i i liked old man logan more with each issue with death of wolverine i kind of liked it less each issue yeah like for this is such an iconic character yeah and like they're killing him off and they're stating it in the title so you, you yeah, think you it's gonna know. be it's, like it's this epic but yeah i thought it was pretty disappointing because nothing really happens he's just kind of like running around yeah trying to like, find trying out to hunt somebody down yeah yeah and the whole thing is that uh the doctor that created him wants to create more and he's perfected his um, serum or whatever he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he wants his healing factor back so he can do it. But the whole beginning of the book is the fact that he loses his healing factor and people are trying to kill him. Yeah. So it's like the doctor like, just doesn't get, you know, he doesn't talk to people or what? He doesn't hear? Because apparently everybody well, he, heard that. They were, they were trying to bring him in alive though. Yeah, but they still you know, they make you believe that they're, um, he's trying to be killed because he lost his healing factor. I thought, did they, did they, I, I can't remember now. It's been like two weeks. I know it's the, yeah. The Cause he's like, I lost my healing factor and everybody's words got out. Mm-hmm. That guy with the flag on his face. Yeah. Robot, nuke. whatever. That, nuke. Nuke. Yeah. He's like, words got out and everybody's trying to kill him. There's a bounty oh, on yeah, his head. That's right. Oh, that is right. Yeah. They were trying to kill him. To- and then all of a sudden it's like, I want your healing factor. I'm like, well, I thought you were. I thought the whole thing was people were trying to kill him. Yeah, but yeah, he, interesting. He dies quick too. He really like, does. I he mean, just like runs in and he's like, he's like, oh, stop, he's there. Stop ah! doing this. Yeah, and gets covered in adamantium, chases him out. I know. Dies in the sunset. It was kind of. I mean, it was. It was a cool. It was a cool. Like the actual. Like the very end of it, I thought was kind of cool. It was just the culmination of that ending. Yeah, the idea I, of him like, being covered in anima- animantium and basically being a statue of his own metal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was kind of cool. But they just. It just didn't work because yeah. he meets like three different guys. He meets a uh, viper, mm-hmm. fights her. She's got saber tooth. He has a little battle with saber tooth. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Really short. Yeah, and then some random ghost. 
person. Random ghost person. What? Kitty Pride? Shadowcat? No, yeah. He meets up with her, and yeah. then uh, she's uh, possessed by some... Oh, ghost. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Like, yeah. Samurai ghost that apparently trained both of them. Yeah, I know. That was, I, I forget... I forget who that guy is because I I'm not like the I haven't read the most you know yeah Wolverine I don't ever yeah. I mean maybe some people that actually know more of Wolverine's history would think that's cool but yeah it's kind of weird I just thought it was it's random cool. I I did like that they basically took him through these like sort of stages of his career you know like he's at the end of his life and he kind of goes through a lot of stages of his career the Weapon X the he goes to Japan um he you know deals with Viper he deals with Sabretooth like it kind of goes through this sort of history of Wolverine's life um throughout the story which i i did like you know kind of this this, maybe that's what they were going for yeah just basically like a quick tour of of you know where he's been and before they kind of end it i think it would have been a lot better if they would have done the same length as like old man logan yeah oh definitely i would have loved this to be yeah like a uh i think this is a six issue old man logan was about a six issue it was yep six issues yeah i i would have i would have absolutely loved it to be to be about a six issue miniseries just a couple more issues and i think it would have been an appropriate length um, maybe they just didn't have time That's yeah what my guess is but i mean the killing off an iconic character yeah they need to put a little bit more exactly thought into it no and or i more pages i guess i and i'm sure they you know i mean because charles soul is typically a really good writer and i'm sure that he put thought into it it was just like what can you do with four issues you know what i mean yeah that's the, I mean, it's probably not their fault. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, Steve McNiven's art was really good, dude. It's amazing. I I love the way like that he said, draws Logan. It's just cool. Yeah, and he was younger, and I like the way that he was like he was he was younger, but he was like beat up, and so he you know he has to like tape up his his hands. And, That's because he's got his he's not got a healing factor. Yeah, exactly. He's supposed to be more a beat up like yeah. after like a hundred years, Logan finally feels pain that lasts i mean he always felt felt the pain yeah but it's like lingering and he's like yeah this and his cuts don't heal right away and stuff and he's just bloody everywhere and i yeah. i did like that you know and he he goes into full rage mode quite a bit in this series you know like even without the heal, healing factor he's still just like ripping people apart yeah he and i thought at the beginning it says he can't use his claws because he'll get infections and uh-huh. die uh-huh. and i was like great another book where he doesn't even use his claws and then he just starts using them anyway yeah he actually makes a makeshift claws and you know out of like rebar and yeah. sharpens them and re- ties them to his wrist which i thought was cool because he's like that's the only weapon he knows how to use mm. so he's like well, i'll just make some yeah so i thought that, that was, cool. was it was really cool i think he knows how to use a samurai sword there right he does yeah that's that came from his time in japan in the uh i can't remember if that was in the frank miller story or not but yeah from his time in japan you know like i mean if you watch the wolverine you get a, a fairly decent understanding of it um but yeah, it's you know, I mean, he he did learn how to use a sword, and he was basically trained to fight with samurai, and yeah. that's where the silver samurai came in as a villain. That's true, dude. What I thought was weird in uh, uh, the second issue when he goes to find Viper in some weird town called Mar Madripoor. Madripoor. Yep. It starts off with um, this guy with a beard with two chicks. That's Wolverine. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Until I know. I didn't I, either. I was like, I think that is that what they were going for? Yeah, because he was he was being disguised. He didn't want that guy to know he was Wolverine, the guy that he was talking to, because otherwise, you know, the Dude, alert, I was so the alert would be on. I know. I know. He didn't look like himself at all. But yeah, that was definitely the point. And he's got like a ponytail, like a bun. Yeah. Dude, what a baller. I got a bun on right now. I always have to wear, wear a bun. 
No, it was, it was cool, man. He I mean, looks like a hipster, dude. Long hair, beard. He really did. <laughs> Fun in a beard hipster, you know? He totally did, man. Uh, I, dope. It was it was a pretty story to look at. I mean, the, the colors were, all, like, especially when he was in Japan around, like, those red leaf trees and stuff. It was really cool looking. Viper was awesome looking, you know, seeing Sabretooth and everything. Yeah, it's very colorful, but not, like, too colorful, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's got that nice, um, it was earth, down to earth. Yeah, the Color coloring tone. of it was definitely a lighter tone than it was in Old Man Logan. Like, there were a lot less shadows in this book, I found. A lot less gray. Yeah. It's like the first Borderlands game. Yeah. And then this one's like the second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit more color. Exactly. It pops a bit more, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, Which is, I think, yeah, a sign of the times, because, you know, in the early 2000s, it was a lot more about being, you know, darker and grittier, and now it's a bit more bombastic. And uh, people like the the comic book look i guess yeah yeah exactly like what they go for in marvel yep uh the mcu i mean yeah 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 yeah. um but dude who is this death strike girl lady death strike she was do you remember in x-men 2 the assistant that striker sets on wolverine the one that, that gets her? pumped with adamantium that's her yeah but her fingers are like not metal like the it's skin all the way down on her yeah blade. that's how she is in the comics in the in x-men they altered it a bit to put adamantium in her oh so just she, yeah she doesn't have adamantium because you Dude, yeah. Kitty rips her hand apart. Yeah, exactly. She no. phases her hand. And yeah, and blows it up, which was oh, badass, dude. I, I kind of felt bad for her. I did. I was but like, like, that sucks. She doesn't have a right hand anymore. Yeah. Well, she has a healing factor. She does, so yeah. she can get it back? Yeah, I believe so, anyway. Well, I don't know. Like, if you rip your hand off, can, like, nobody can grow a hand back, so I feel well, like... Wolverine he, can. He can't? Wolverine's had limbs detached before. Yeah, he, well, he gets his eye ripped out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not in the mic. He gets his <laughs> eye ripped out and it grows back. I thought he would just like it was a normal healing, uh huh, but like super fast. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So now hmm. he he yeah he can heal from pretty much anything. I think the only thing that he can't heal from is like getting his head chopped off or something like that. Okay. And obviously being sealed in adamantium, he's probably like that's the thing about Wolverine is like he'd probably still be alive inside that adamantium. He, can he suffocate? I'm not sure. That's that's one thing I don't know. Is like, dude, that's probably suffocate. a huge problem they had when they were like, "How are we gonna kill Wolverine?" Seriously, like, how does Wolverine die? Yeah, it's. I mean, and that's and that's what I love about him is like he's basically just doomed to roam the earth forever. Like, which is yeah. one thing that I've always loved about Wolverine, and it and it does well, make the, the whole death premise around Old Man Logan. Yeah, exactly. Is that you know? Yeah, he's screwed. <laughs> basically, but no, I liked it, and like the covers in the back. I have the hardcover edition, and the covers in the back are just. Uh, there's so many just awesome covers, dude. They, I know it was like half the book was covers. It really was like in the book, even like the hardcover itself looks short when you're looking at it, and then you actually go in and you realize even like a significant amount of it is just freaking covers. I know. I was like, what? It's already over. <laughs> it's so yeah, because it can't. The ending kind of came quick, but I mean, this is the last picture in the book of him just kneeling on the ground. Yeah, he could be alive in, in there. Who freaking? He knows? totally could be. I would love I would love to have the final Wolverine movie end like that though, you know? Just sort of tie it up. I don't know if, I, if I'd want to see Wolverine actually die. Yeah. I'd actually want to see like a happily ever after kind of thing, but I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah, I don't know if it, I mean Wolverine cuz it just feels like Wolverine never gets a happily ever after, you know what I mean? Cuz no matter what, anyone that he loves is going to die before he does. I know, know cuz I mean? like it's always an open ending. If he has a happily ever after, yeah. then he'll there's never yeah. she's gonna die eventually he he doesn't like it's probably gonna be his fault yeah let's put it this way i guess he he doesn't die soundly he's never going to just die of his own will he'll be killed like if wolverine dies it means somebody did something to kill him he's not just gonna die of natural causes you know i mean he's got to eventually right no i, I don't <laughs> think so 
I mean, if if uh, I mean, I guess with Old Man Logan, they didn't explain why why his healing factor was slowing after all that time. Maybe eventually he stops healing. I don't know. Stops healing and then dies. That'd be a lame ending, though. That would be for the Wolverine. So I I think they're gonna have him die. I don't know about the adamantium. How do you yeah. think they're gonna if they were to use Death of Wolverine or a- Old Man Logan or both? Um, for the movie, mm-hmm. how do you think they should do it? Um, let's see. Before I answer that, really quick, rating on Death of Wolverine. Before we talk, if we're about going the Wolverine claws, mm-hmm. I give it like a two. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it that much. I kind of just read through. Two it. out of six, huh? Yeah, yeah. I get you. It's like twenty percent. I'm probably. I'm probably thirty-three. <laughs> That's thirty-three percent. Yeah, thirty-three point three 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 three. I'll give it. I'll give it a fifty percent. Three out, three out of six claws. Um, you know, it was. I give it a two and a half. I guess it was for me. It was cool visually, you know, and, and the story was good enough for what it was. But since it was being billed as Death of Wolverine, like this huge climactic event for Wolverine, the literally the one thing that we never thought could happen to Wolverine happened to Wolverine. So like. I for the fact that it was what it was, but it was billed as something different. Then, yeah, I give it just about a fifty percent, just because of expectations, dude. Yeah, it was. Um, there was no story. Yeah, like it's just him running around, and then all of a sudden at the end he finds out. It's like, oh, it's this guy again. Exactly. But I think they were going for that state. You know, the stages of his life kind yeah. of thing. Each issue was sort of just like a different phase, and and that was cool. I just if it if it had been billed as like. Here's a cool little miniseries story, you know, like uh, like they do with, you know, Batman Black and White or Legends of the Dark Knight, where it's just kind of a, a one-off story where they're like, okay, yeah, this is just a one-off story that we're just telling, not like this is an event, you know, because Death of Wolverine was built up so much, and it was like, this is a freaking event, and then it just, just culminated in four little issues, like, yeah, you know, that that's what, it, the expectations were really the only thing that disappointed me. Like, if they were to do this and not name it Death of Wolverine, I don't think people would like actually take it seriously oh yeah like, they'd be like wait did he die yeah what's this well like, it would just be a it would just be a cool little mini series because like, i think did that just happened did yeah. he die i don't think he did that's stupid well i think as like functioning as a short story as a quick you know sort of wolverine homage it's cool it's a cool little story but it's not an event you know what i mean nah and it shouldn't yeah it shouldn't be billed as death of wolverine and they built it up with like the whole three months to die thing where you have you know weekly issues about wolverine dying and you're like oh Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know, but yeah, fifty percent ish. You know, I, I three. You gave it two and a half. But now, let's talk about the third Wolverine movie, the final movie for Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. You asked me a question of how you think they should end it. Yeah, do you think they should adapt either of these books? I so honestly, I think that they should definitely pull things from both books. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I guess not adapt exactly, but yeah, um, I don't think stuff. they should adapt them for sure because I mean, well, they can't. Yeah, you, I mean, you're 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 setting yourself up for failure if you're trying to adapt it because it's just like there's so many things that you can't take. Um, but definitely pulling elements. Like I think if this new movie you have, you know, basically start out with. So this is my idea for the movie. If you start out with like, let's say you have Wolverine as the, you know, he's a teacher at the at the uh, Xavier Academy. You know, you've got. Um, his you know established as a teacher you sort of pull a little bit from the jason aaron wolverine and the x-men run or even the series um you know maybe you have something happen where you know professor xavier all of a sudden vanishes or dies or gets killed or something like that um 
you know, and then, you know, Wolverine as well at the same time starts developing that, you know, that like he loses his healing factor like he does in Death of Wolverine. Yeah, but he, he already did that in uh, the Wolverine. He loses his healing factor for and a almost bit. dies. Yeah, for a bit. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to be pulling that, be like, oh, he lost his healing factor again. They could. So, well, the thing I'm saying is, like, baby, you know, they could do that or at least make it, you know, put him, basically have something happen to put him in a state kind of like he is in, in Old Man Logan where he's not able to just get up right away and, and heal immediately. So you, you make him a little more vulnerable. Um, and then, you know, basically you have, I, I, so I think Emma Frost could play a factor here where you have Emma Frost taking the Mysterio role. Where she makes Wolverine see, you know, bad guys everywhere. See all these, all these, you know, people from the Brotherhood coming back. You know, you have, uh, he sees, you know, Sabretooth and, and, uh, you know, even Magneto. He sees, uh, you know, freaking Striker. He sees all these villains, you know, Pyro, everyone from the Brotherhood. Um, and he, and he starts attacking them and, and, you know, he comes to like he does in, in Old Man Logan and realizes he's just freaking killed like his entire, you know, his, his entire, basically all of the X-Men. And you maybe have a few that are left, you know, that were in different places or something like that, um, that don't know that he killed them. Um, and, and you have him basically in a situation like he's in an old man, Logan, where he's sort of, you know, that he's years removed, um, and kind of like trying to cope with it. I think either that's that, basically the Wolverine. Not really. Cause he secluded himself because of Jean Grey's death, and he's all, you know, bummed out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've already pulled that stuff um, from the comic books for the this the other movie, the last movie. I think, yeah, I think a, a lot more so, because they can't just restart it. The way they ended Days of Future Past mm-hmm. is is like everything's happy, and that's what I'm saying. He, it starts out with him being happy. He's at the school teaching the kids. Something crazy happens. You know, Emma Frost takes hold. Or, or, or maybe just the crazy culminate, you know, the crazy event is Xavier being killed. And then you have him basically having to deal and, and, you know, kind of keep, you know, the students safe and everything. And, and maybe him and one of the old X-Men. So, you know, Iceman or, um, you know, someone that they threw in, uh, to days of future past, one of those X-Men, you know, even could even be like Colossus or someone like that. Some, you know, sort of a comic relief person probably. So that's kind of why I think Iceman just a lighter hearted person. Yeah. But he's not that funny. Not that funny. I, I don't mean, think he'd work for the. the they could a, make him funny. Movie. They could make him funny. He's. I mean, he's a decent enough lead. But they. I mean, they could pull a lot of people. They. You know. I. I don't think they should pull Scott. I think. You know. Maybe Scott gets killed. Um. But you have someone. You know. One of the original X Men as as comic relief with them. Um. You know. Even. I mean, they could even bring Gambit and Channing Tatum's Gambit. Um, That'd be cool. I think uh, Kitty Pride might be a pretty big. Yeah, having Ellen Page with him, having Kitty Pride there, that'd be cool. Yeah, because she's pretty cool. She's popular. Yeah. And uh, she can um, do comic relief kind of stuff. Yeah, that would be really cool, him and Kitty Pride. Um, because, they, I mean, in the comic books, they have um, a history together. Yeah, totally. Working together. No, that'd be way cool. And and then, you know, you have him, because Liev Schreiber is coming back as, as Sabretooth. Um, you have sort of the story where he either... You know where where he has to confront Sabretooth. You know maybe Sabretooth knows something about um, about Xavier dying, or something like that. And you basically take this tour of of Logan's life, like you did in Death of Wolverine, where maybe he goes back to Japan. He has something to do with you know Weapon X. Like when he fights Sabretooth, it's involving something with Weapon X or a clue that led him to you know thinking that Weapon X was somehow involved. Um, you know, and maybe you know eventually, really, the ultimate villain could be 
any of you know any of the people that that Fox has the rights to right now because Fox does have still a lot of rights that they maintain. I mean, obviously it couldn't be Magneto, really. Um, you know, or or I don't know. I'm not I'm not too sure on your theory. Yeah, like for me, I kind of feel well. This like... isn't a theory. This is just an idea for how. Like, oh how yeah. I think okay. Be. Well, I've got I've got kind of an idea of what I think could be could work. Um, and there's some flaws with it. Mm-hmm. But so they want to start out as um, everything being happy. Totally. I, I think they want um, Wolverine to kind of sacrifice himself and then have the X-Men and we'll, uh, Xavier all survive. And kind of at the end, after Wolverine dies, there's still a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if they're going to be revisiting Weapon X program because that's, be, that's been done almost all the X-Men movies. Well, see, yeah. but I, So I think that you kind of have to at least pay a little bit to it. Like Weapon X won't be the villain. But I think you have to at least talk about it or have some mention of it because this is going to be the last Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie. This is tying up the ends of Wolverine. Yeah, and then in you know Days of Future Past, they kind of mm-hmm. um, redo his origin. Like Stryker finds him in the bottom of the water. They, they so do. I think they might kind of go into like a, a different, like a retelling well, and fixing they, no. what they did wrong in or origins. Well, because the thing is, they they retold his origin. In a different way, though, because there's there's now two different Wolverine timelines. There's the timeline right now where he's back in the future with the X-Men, and then there's the timeline where he gets taken off by Mystique. Those are two separate timelines now because the Wolverine in the future remembers everything that happened from from his perspective, from his original origin. Yeah, so he remembers his original origin, but mm-hmm. he's actually in a new timeline where they found him, where Stryker found him with the rebar and threw his body. So I think that's what they're going to go for because... I feel like they, everybody mm-hmm. think they think that all the fans um, think they screwed up his origin and Wolverine origin. Mm-hmm. So this isn't going to be like an origin. This is just going to be like him coming back and kind of tying up all the loose ends. Well, yeah, and that's then what maybe I'm getting killed with the adamantium in the end, mm-hmm. saving somebody, Professor X. Yeah, and in you know, well, and we know that Sabretooth is involved somehow. You know, and, and that's that's and it is Le- Leev Schreiber, and I don't think he would agree to to come on to it if it wasn't a big role. Yeah, and so that's that's one thing that I'm trying to figure out. How does he play into it? You know, maybe is he, you know, like because and that and that's the other thing that, may, that tells me they're going to be bringing back a lot of Wolverine's past because he's involved in it. And the other thing is too, I mean, they might not be wanting people to forget about it because the only other thing that Leo Schreiber was in was X Men or Origins Wolverine as Sabretooth. Yeah, but they're going to be changing that origin of kind of what happened in maybe. Origins. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good guess of what's going to happen mm-hmm. because he's i think he's going to finally just take down and destroy the entire weapon x program every trace of it mm-hmm. go berserk and kill oh, yeah. everything and that's the other thing too is Hugh Jackman did say you know it'll it'll have berserker rage yeah so i don't know i think that's that's my guess at least yeah but i mean like like i said again weapon x program has been done to death in the oh, it has. franchise yeah and i think it's just i think it'll like i doubt it would be the ultimate villain for sure because it's just like it has been, you know, pounded to death. But I, I think it has to play some role in tying it together. Yeah, I mean, you got to finish off it. with it's his main bad guy. So exactly. that, there's probably something else going on. I don't know what. Yeah. But I think Weapon X program and him destroying it for good. Yeah. When is kind of like a part going to be a part of the show. Yeah. And it'd be it'd be cool to have like the Weapon X program and sort of the Silver um, Silver Samurai in some form play like maybe the silver samurai suit gets found by the weapon x program you know because it's made of adamantium yeah um and then you know i think uh also so patrick stewart it hasn't been fully confirmed but there have been a lot of rumors about 
Patrick Stewart actually having a cameo in uh, in the new Wolverine movie, which to me suggests I thought he was going to be like a main part of the show. I don't think so. I think it's just a cameo. Oh, I thought he was going to have a oh, like a larger role. It could be. I mean, what I've been hearing has been cameo, but it, I I could be wrong, and it could be a bigger role. Either way, he's going to be involved. So I, I think we do start out with him being you know a happy teacher at the at the academy you know, or at, at the Xavier School. And then sort of go from there, and I think that brings another opportunity to bring back a lot of the old cast, you know. Yeah, so I mean, they've got them. this is the like the last movie for the entire original old, trilogy, yeah, yeah, the original franchise. So yeah. I, they might bring in all of those characters. I bet, I bet Gene gets still, involved somehow too. Yeah, definitely, because Gene's back and he's like, oh, geez. so yeah. maybe he's trying to save her or something, and he ends up saving everybody and dying in the process yeah exactly he's yeah there'll be i i yeah there's got to be sacrifice there of him yeah like saving everybody and i mean if they're ending wolverine they're ending the old franchise starting yeah. new that's my guess yeah so. and and it'll give you know i think i think it'll give us a happy conclusion to all the old cast and and to hugh jackman and yeah just sort of tie it up he's you know he's a hero he's you know sort of defeated his demons everything you know whether it's you know saber tooth weapon x um, the Silver Samurai, uh, you know, every every part of sort of his life and trials that he's gone through throughout these, you know, these five movies now, or I guess six movies now that he's been majorly involved in, you know, basically tying all that up and, and wrapping it up and, and leaving a nice, you know, okay, here's a, a final ending to it and, and we can be happy with it, you know? Actually, I just kind of came up with a new theory. Okay. So, if they're taking from Old Man Logan, which has been thrown around a lot, yeah. we could see um, an Old Man Logan future, but without all the death. Mm-hmm. Kind of like he's led a happy life for mm-hmm. a while, and then um, everybody kind of goes off and does their own thing yeah. and dies off. And he uh, becomes alone again, and then he has another reason to... And then we'll yeah. see an Old Man Sabretooth. And, uh, and I think... Kind of the same kind of story play out, but like... In the future. Yeah. Like way in the future. And I, I think the character arc that'll play out will probably be the old man Logan character arc, where he starts out as a pacifist, where he starts out not wanting to, to get involved in any confrontations, and eventually gets pushed to the breaking point, where finally he just goes nuts and goes on a rampage. I think that'd be freaking awesome. That'd be cool. So I, I just I can't decide whether I think it's going to start right where it left off in Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. or like old man Logan, where it's like in the future, and... Uh, they try to give that happy vibe of yeah. where he's had a happy life for a while, mm-hmm. but he's old and he's ready to die kind of yeah. thing. I, I think, don't know. I think Xavier dies at some point in it. Um, I don't know if anyone else does, but I bet you Xavier dies. Yeah. Because it'll be, you know, I mean, Probably at this old point. Age, exactly, yeah. Either either old age or he's getting up there and then something happens. One of the two. So, yeah. Huh, I don't, I don't know. know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm so excited, though, dude. Like, I bet... I, I feel like this will be the best portrayal of wolverine honestly like this last sort of they said that about telling. the last one they made and i wasn't too impressed with that one. i, I like the origins the best really but. i liked i liked the last one and i i don't hate origins as much as other people do i just don't watch the last you know quarter of it um <laughs> yeah. you know but uh i i just think like they've had so much time and and i think james mangold really the and he's the same one that directed the wolverine um i think that he understands the character you know like that story itself you know some people like some people some people don't but i think he did understand the character of wolverine in that story more than anything else you know whether or not the story itself was so great the character i think was portrayed really well um and i think he understands it well enough that now if they're if they're pulling from these comics i think they'll probably have 
a bit, you know, of, a bit of help from uh, people like Matthew Vaughn and from Brian Singer. Um, and so I, I bet you they, they come up with a really cool way to tie it up. And especially because this is sort of Brian Singer's baby as far as, you know, wrapping up this original trilogy. This was kind of his baby. So I bet he, he wants to help sort of send it off in a good way. I think so. So that music was cued perfectly. <laughs> that really was. But anyway, so yeah, that's that. I think that does it for our, our Wolverine special. Um, do you have yet, Chase, a, a recommendation for what you want to read for the next episode? Oh, shoot. I forgot about that. I know, right? I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with something in uh, our next podcast, which is going to be probably about a movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Or news. Something. We like to BS about stuff. So. Yeah, we'll come up with something fun. But uh, until next time, follow us on social media at That Might Be Cool on any social network. Um, but then also rate and subscribe on iTunes, please. Uh, you know, let us know you're out there. Let us know what you think. But uh, we let us know what you want us to review next. If yeah, you have any cool suggestions for Absolutely. a comic book? Give us suggestions. Uh, us at thatmightbecool.com. Send your suggestions. But until then, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>